this question by Alex on our SpeakPipe. Check this out. Hi there, my name's Alex. Um, I live in the UK, and um, really, <laughs> I was wondering if you would uh, help out with uh, just generally playing the blues. Um, I seem to be a little bit stuck in just sort of doing um, minor third stuff, flat five stuff, hitting um, the seven, and I just wondered if you got some ideas on how to make playing through blues changes much more interesting um, perhaps you can go through some nice demos on on your podcast um that'd be amazing thanks a lot cheers guys and uh, thanks for the podcast it's great cheers bye thanks alex well i hope you listen to or i hope you watch the jazz helpline live because that's where your question has ended up caleb maybe we could put this on the podcast as a special episode this isn't a podcast this is the I'm helpline so confused, live. Man. This isn't going help. out for audio. I need a podcast helpline. You do. You need this. This is a podcast helpline, isn't it? Yeah. Why isn't this the podcast? This would be such great content for the podcast. Because we don't like to do that kind of stuff. <laughs> um, that would be too efficient. We'd rather smoke weed and listen to McCoy Tyner. Yeah, we really would. <laughs> um, uh, big shout out to the miners listening. We are just joking. <laughs> um, okay, blues. So... I totally know what Alex is talking about. Like this is perhaps because blues has a tendency to be cliche riddled that you can get a little bit stuck in those cliches. So I think that it's both a matter of finding some other things to play. Of course, other vocabulary that's still bluesy or blues ask or blues adjacent or blues curious. Um, I realized I was side note. I was talking with the lovely Kelly Martin last night, and I was joking with her. I said, "Are you pickleball curious?" Oh yeah. <laughs> and she's like, "I am not." I said, "I think I'm pickleball curious." Yeah, we, Heather and I were talking. We're not Buddhist, but we're Dharma curious. <laughs> You're Dharma adjacent. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we want to be blues curious. We want to be beyond just blues curious. And I think what happens is when we get certain things that sound good, the blues, look, is just a fun, fundamental, fun, foundational, beautiful gift to the world. It really that, is. That has so many just, you know, um, congruent musical sensibilities built into it. That's why it's become so influential, not just with the blues, but with blues inflections in popular music. I mean, there's hardly any popular music around the world that hasn't been touched some way by the blues. And so the dark side of that, or not the dark side, but but one of the, the the pitfalls of that is that it's kind of like pickleball. Is there really purity still in pickleball, or has it become bastardized by suburban couples playing it on tennis courts? I don't know. Well, That's why I'm pickleball curious. I mean, if the Webster Groves Recplex is any indication, <laughs> it is incredibly popular. By, well, so wait, bastardized by suburban, isn't it a suburban couples sport? Well, I should say it's tennis. Bad. I think tennis players feel like oh, they pickleball definitely, well, is like tennis light. As a tennis player who's played next to pickleballers, yeah. it is. I mean, it sounds like people are just having a gunfight next right. to you. It's just like, Right, oh, right. Trying right. to hit, you know, right. a graceful game. So well, I know David Robinson. So it's kind of like with the blues. We don't want to become like if if tennis is the blues, we don't with the blues is tennis. We don't want to become the pickleball of blues playing where we take certain things and kind of miniaturize it. And I'm like, I'm gonna stop talking about pickleball. Yeah, I don't even understand got, the rules. No, I got Alex. <laughs> I got something for you. So we were just talking about this today. So there's a there's one little thing that I've noticed. Uh, Oscar Peterson among many others do. But Oscar Peterson makes it so... In his, in his own right, I might It's bet. like he could, <laughs> he could pickle a ball. But uh, so we often get hung up on like the blues scale 
or blues licks or whatever. But you, what you got to realize is like, it's not just some kind of blues scale or blues sound. I mean, it is a bending of notes, but there's a certain thing, that, especially for straight ahead jazz that you hear all the time. And it's this, it's the, it's the bassy. Bassy knew something about the blues, right? But this idea, so if you break that down, right? This, so here we have the two chord, A minor seven. The tonic diminished, G diminished right. to the tonic, right? Those three chords can be the basis of so much. And you hear Oscar do this a lot. So oh, first yeah. of all, you'll hear like, you'll hear him answer right. himself with this resolution. down to it. Ah. Right? That tonic diminished. Right? So if in the key of G, the G diminished seventh to that A minor seven shape, A, C, E, and G. Yeah. Not only is it that great, like... Now, what you'll also notice is Oscar actually uses this melodically, like this. Right? Bassy yeah. two, bassy two, right? That is the tonic diminished. Riffing. That's blues riffing. And the A minor. Yeah. Right? Tonic diminished, A minor, tonic. Right? Tonic diminished, A minor, tonic. So when you hear like, that's the tonic diminished, the A minor. And the tonic. I mean, it happens all. Once you see it, you can't unsee it. Right, You're just like, right. oh my gosh, this is like tonic diminished, oh, A minor yeah. tonic. Like it's everywhere. It's That's all great. you hear. It's part of the language. So I'll do. I'm gonna do a YouTube video on it sometimes. It's like it's too good of a thing. I do some YouTube videos, but it's too cool of a concept. Like, like I said, once you kind of see it, you're like, oh my gosh, this is like in plain sight. It's yeah. everywhere. This. And it's just the bassy thing, right? It's just the. Yeah. It's just that thing, but it is the basis for that language that you hear so often, especially in straight ahead, especially, you know, what you would call a bluesy sound. It's not just a, like it is a, it is a tonic diminished, yeah. two chord dimin uh, tonic. No, it's great. And I think it's, it's just, it's just a great way to pull you out of, um, you know, the more pentatonic blues scale kind of. You know, because it gets you into a little bit of a diatonic kind of a situation. It is, right? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, not that it's just more variety and more places for you to go in and out of in terms of song. And you can do it like you showed the one, the four, the five, the two. You can even do it over the two, you know. And that, and then, you know, it kind of is connected with some fourth movements. And, and Oscar Peterson would do this a lot melodically or whatever. You know. To the three dominant, to the six. It's all four. So, I mean, it's it's like three different prisms that which you can look at the same blues and then always connected, of course, with the blues scale with that major minor duality, which is sort of the foundation of yeah. tonic diminished, two chord. Absolutely. That's yep. that's just that. That's yep. just that. 
Yeah. And back. Another thing, too, on the Blues that that is, you know, pretty obvious with some players, and for sure Oscar Peterson d- did this, but maybe not as much as we think, um, but other players for sure did, Charlie Parker, and but it's sort of a bebop approach to it, you know, in terms of, like, how the harmony works. Oscar Peterson kind of had his... Oscar Peterson played a lot of fast stuff, so people and, and he was very bebop influenced, but no more so than I would say he's blues influenced. So in terms of his melodic content, you know, there, once you get several different influences, it's, it's hard, and and they're all strong. It's hard to say, like, oh, he's doing this or he's doing that because they're overlapping, they're flowing on top of each other, which as it should be. But if you look at like kind of the straight bebop blues, you know, um, especially the you know tunes like. For Alice. Blues for Alice. Blues for Alice. Written for the wonderful uh, sitcom in the 70s, Alice. Yeah, somehow Charlie Parker. He's ahead of his time. Foresight. So we can just look at. You know, we have constant. The, the most time we're sitting on anything is for four beats, but almost everything is for two beats, right? So instead of abandoning the blues sound, we're looking at, at at filtering it through the bebop stuff. So like even the turnarounds, we might do something like that one six two five. But we could also be like, well, we're on a blues. So we're starting out our lines. We're starting out blues, then going bebop, or maybe we're going. Starting out, going bebop, and then coming out of it. You've got a lot of different choices, and I think... And we'd like to thank you for choosing... Pickleball. <laughs> Pickleball. No, you know, actually, to, to your point here, I am going to... And I'm going to really, go to YouTube. I'm going to go to Open Studios YouTube channel. Uh, Jeffrey Keezer has an amazing... And really, while he's pulling that up, you know... Learn some Charlie Parker souls over a blues. Like if you want to get Absolutely. a different kind of vocabulary or learn like a Charlie Mingus bass yeah, solo yeah. or bass line really over a blues. You know what I mean? There's so many different reference points we can take. I just put in the chat a link to Jeffrey Keezer's Open Studio YouTube video where he goes through a blues and he'll do like pure, like he'll, he'll start with a chorus of blues, right? Where he's playing what you consider more traditional blues line. This is a great, especially if you're an advanced player, it's a great way to practice this. So you would do like a... You know, even if you just stay on the the blues scale or whatever, one chorus of that, and then one chorus of like pentatonics, McCoy Tyner style, and then one chorus of like bebop. And then one chorus of what he calls like pure melody. Right, and sort of just keep shifting that idea. So you're each chorus, you're doing something different: blues, bebop, pentatonics, pure melody. It's a great way to practice it. It kind of gets you out of your restricted practice. It's restricted. I mean, that's what the name of the video is: is restricted Restricted practice. practice. Yeah, right, right. That's great. 